1: It's time for my One, Two, Three Cents,
0: the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell, yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin
1: Huntsberger. Woo! If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. for just $60 per month. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash strideprowrestling and get enrolled now. Hey friends, welcome to episode 410 of the My123Cents podcast and You might hear the music playing in the background. This is, for all intents and purposes, kind of a soft launch for Music Mania. And, you know, Chad, and I've talked to Chad about doing Music Mania. And eventually we are going to get together and do a Music Mania podcast together. However, um, this week I had aimed to, and I was waiting until the very last moment to record because I had made a... uh, invitation if you will extended an invitation to coco beware yes the wwe hall of famer who is the artist behind the title song on the pile driver wrestling album two album um but i will tell you this uh you are going to hear from coco beware a little later in this podcast i was hoping that he would be my guest and we could do an updated interview i interviewed him back i think it was 2014 ish he was doing a, a, a shot with Burt Prentice at the time, and Burt Prentiss had kind of connected me with Coco Beware. And so uh, I'm, I'm just going to pull out the portion of the interview where we talk about the wrestling album. It's not a very long clip, but uh, I'll play that a little bit later in the show because this is the 35-year anniversary, this past week, 35-year anniversary of the pile driver album. Uh, Chad and I will get together and do a, a full episode on uh, the slammies, which was kind of revolving around this particular album. And we'll do that uh, when the anniversary of the first ever Slammy Awards comes up, which I believe is coming up uh, probably sometime in November or early December. So stay tuned. We'll talk more about that and get uh, some other insight in on this uh, album. But I'm going to play it in the background and remind you all that Stride Pro Wrestling is coming up on uh, this Saturday. It is Saturday, October 1st, we are going to be at the Stride Arena in Carterville, Illinois. It's a stacked show. Peyton Ayers gets his championship match against Dexter. We've got six-man tag team competition with Heath Hatton, teaming up with the tag team champions of Axe Allwert and B-Rad. They'll be taking on Cash Borden, Dalton Diamond, and Nikki Driftwood. Several other uh, great matches in store. Uh, So be sure to check out Stride Pro Wrestling uh, on our social media channels. And stay up to date again uh, this Saturday, October 1st. And then again on Saturday, October 22nd. That card is shaping up to be a great one as well. So uh, I hope that you are able to make it out. Also, as I mentioned Cash Borden uh, being a part of that six-man tag match. Please consider voting for him in the Faces of Horror contest. I have shared it on the stride page as well as on the my one, two, three cents pages. So just uh, check that out or, or find cash on Facebook and uh, just click on it and vote for him. Every vote counts. So please uh, support him in that endeavor. If you want to support the my one, two, three cents brand, again, I invite you to check out collar and elbow where you use promo code. My one, two, three cents thigh com promo code. My one, two, three cents or pro wrestling com slash my one, two, three cents. And you can choose from, Four or five different uh, My One, Two, Three Cents and Stride designs on that chop as well. Uh, we're getting to the Pile Driver song, which of course was sung by Coco Beware, who we'll be hearing from a little later in this podcast. But I did reach out to him earlier in the week. Um, I still had his phone number. I texted him. I did not call him. I didn't want to be that guy. Uh, and I never heard anything back. So probably him getting that text was like, what the hell? But I tried. And I continue to try, as I mentioned, this is episode 410, which puts us now at 10 weeks away from episode 420 and my quest to get Rob Van Dam on this podcast for that episode. Uh, my fingers are still crossed. I'm, I'm going to remain optimistic and remain hopeful that something uh, comes out of this. But uh, my goal, again, is to get Rob Van Dam on episode 420 of the My123Cents podcast. To me, it only makes sense to have him on as the guest for that particular episode. So, as we uh, kind of talk about, and I told you that it, it's playing in the background, the Pile Driver album. Uh, I still have the vinyl album. I'm playing it on my daughter's uh, Victrola turntable that she got for Christmas a few years ago. But, you know, this uh, comes on the heels of the original wrestling album, which was released in 1985. Pile Driver came out two years later in 1987. I was Just starting high school when Pile Driver came out. And I remember staying up to watch the Saturday Night's main event that I guess would have aired in October of that year. And they premiered the video for Pile Driver. And I, you know, I really didn't think the song matched the video, but it had all the baby faces in it and they were doing their thing and uh, working on a construction site Hulk Hogan and Don Morocco and Coco Beware, of course. Uh, we saw Vince McMahon and superstar Billy Graham. We saw all those guys kind of working uh, on the construction line, but uh, really, there's not a bad song on this album, in my opinion. It's got a lot of great music. And again, Chad and I will take a deeper dive into all of the uh, what makes Pile Driver, in my opinion, such a great album. But you know, it, executive producer David Wolf, who was very involved with Cyndi Lauper and the rock and wrestling connection from back in the early. Uh, You know, portion of of the 80s You know, 84, 85 They really rose to prominence with the WWF And the Rock and Wrestling Connection WrestleMania, of course And everything that kind of came with that Um, Rick Derringer is the producer Who I know helped out on the original wrestling album Um, And then, uh, you know, looking through the other list WWF music director at the time was Jim Johnston So he'd been with the company for a very long time Before he was let go a couple years ago uh, his influence though can't be uh, can't be denied Jimmy Hart I know had a big uh, amount to do with this as well I don't see him on the record uh, listed in under any of the credits um, unless it's under a different name but uh, I know that he did a lot of uh, writing and you know hes he obviously has a song on here as well crank it up. Um, and I remember the storyline was that, uh, you know, he, of course, sang Crank It Up on this album, but the Young Stallions, Paul Roma and Jim Powers, used it as their theme music, which, of course, infuriated the Heart Foundation at the time. So, although I don't know that Crank It Up would have been a good song for the Heart Foundation to come out to, but I could understand why they would be offended that another team would use their manager's uh, music to come out to, uh, girls and cars, which was of course was Strikeforce, Tito Santana and Rick Martel's music. They came out to that. Pile driver performed by Coco. Beware, you may hear it now in the background. Honky Tonk Man performed by, of course, the Honky Tonk Man. Demolition by Rick Derringer. And this is kind of in an era where Demolition's still the heels. But uh, they're getting a, a theme song, and, and of course Honky Tonk Man's a heel, but I think that this song personified Honky Tonk uh, and Demolition just really captures that. Jive Soul Bro, another heel performance by the Doctor of Style Slick, and they used that music, I believe, for uh, Akeem and the Big Boss Man. When they were the Twin Towers, and you know, again, another great song. One of the one of the more popular ones, "Crank It Up," I mentioned by Jimmy Hart. "Waking Up Alone" by Hillbilly Jim and Gertrude. I don't know who Gertrude is, but she has a great voice. Uh, that's a, that's another great song. "Stand Back" with Vince McMahon. You know that video or that from the Slammies that night. He's up on the stage performing it. Chad and I'll dive more into that when we do our review of the Slammys coming up later this year but uh i do i do love that song and it was kind of a, uh i don't know if it was a an anthem of sorts when he was going up against jim crockett promotions at the time and things were getting kind of hot and heavy and and going on between those two promotions rock and roll hoochie coo by gene okerlund and rick derringer who, of course, Rick Derringer is doing the demolition song as well. He and Gene Okerlund teamed up for Tutti Fruity uh, back on the original wrestling album. And then my favorite song on uh, the rest, on Piledriver, the wrestling album too, is "If You Only Knew" by all the WWF superstars. Uh, you know, at the time, you've got Hulk Hogan and Ted DiBiase, Jake the Snake, Brutus Beefcake, Junkyard Dog, Slick, Jimmy Hart, Bobby Heenan. All of them. They're all part of it, and, you know, again, we'll, we'll talk more about the performance of that at the uh, Slammy Review coming up uh, a, a bit later this year. But, I, you know, I really, I, I remember as a kid, you know, I grew up in the 80s. This was just, you know, I'm I'm a teenager at this point, but still had the turntable in my bedroom and a cassette player, a little boombox, and I would record my albums onto cassette, which actually in college, my roommate uh, my junior year gave me a cassette copy of Pile Driver as well. So I have a cassette around here somewhere as well uh, of Pile Driver. But I just remember, you know, getting the first wrestling album and then, of course, uh, part two with, with Pile Driver and playing those incessantly. And I'm surprised as I'm listening back to this right now. Uh, it's not skipping more because I played the hell out of this album, along with, of course, uh, the first wrestling album. But just so so many great memories, the nostalgia, uh, and, and that's what I like doing with these podcasts. I'm kind of going back to the older times uh, of my fandom and, and looking back and and bringing up those. Um, I did pose the question on the My123Cents Facebook page, which if you're not following yet, please do so. Give it a follow, give it a like, and uh, engage in the conversations. There's also a My123Cents Facebook group, uh, but I posted this on the page uh, a few days ago, uh, and I got a lot of feedback from it, a lot of reactions, and it, it actually was a pretty engaging post, uh All things considered for the My123Cents page and brand. Uh, David Kirk says, I asked what everybody's favorite song was from from the album. David Kirk says, I can't say it's my favorite, but I will say the most memorable is Honky Tonk Man, since that's the only one I can remember without looking. Uh, Steve Tilker says, Pile Driver and Demolition are a coin flip. Honorable mention to the Young Stallions theme as well, which I mentioned earlier is the Crank It Up that Jimmy Hart did. Brian Hoovers, who has been a guest here on the podcast, hardest question ever asked. I'd have to say Pile Driver, but Jive Soul Bro is legendary, which is playing right now. Pause there for just a second as Luke Lay says it's a toss up for me between Demolition and Jive Soul Bro, but really they're all great. Oh, the memories. Agreed, Luke. 100% agreed with that. Uh, Ben Norman says when my time on earth is done, I want all of my friends and loved ones to sing. If you only knew together, that's awesome. I love that comment. And, uh, I, I agree. You know, as I mentioned, if you only knew is my favorite uh, from that, uh, Kareem Cooper says The Memories. He didn't pick a favorite song. Uh, Matthew Pruitt says, I actually have this album at home, and I also have a VHS copy of the videos from it. It is a rare find. The whole album is great. My favorite was Mean Gene Okerlund and Rick Derringer doing a cover of Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. The video for it is awesome. What amazed me was the level of musical talent these guys had. Um, I had not remembered the video for... Uh, rock and roll hoochie coo. He uh, Matthew did share it with me. I watched it and it is good. It, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of the uh, Hot for Teacher video from Van Halen back in '84. Uh, but it, it's a good stuff. It is a it is a great uh, song and it's a great album. And I didn't realize or a great uh, video. I didn't realize that there were so many videos that were also done for the uh the wrestling album too, Pile Driver. So uh, again, we're gonna deep dive more and talk about all of these things. Gary Cox says crank it up. Matt Alwart, who we know as Axe Allward says demolition. And so Dennis Wyatt agreed with that and said damn skippy demolition, which makes sense because of Axe Allwort. And uh but yeah that the thing that I like about the the you know, the wrestling, you know, it's not just the fact that it's all of these wrestlers and theme songs and or what would become their theme songs. Uh, but it's the fact that, you know, you have these different genres. You know, Jive Soul Bro, which is playing right now, is a little more R&B. Uh, you've got Demolition, which is, you know, a little more heavy metal. The Honky Tonk Man, which is kind of that country, uh, western kind of theme to it. Uh, Crank It Up is a little more poppy. Um so, there's just so many different, and Girls in Cars, of course, is, is, is very poppy as well. So, there's so many different styles on this album. Um, and it's performed by some of our favorites. And, and you know, obviously they're not going to go out and win Grammys. That's why we came up with the Slammies uh, for the WWF and, and the music that was made throughout uh, the company. Now this would be I believe I uh, know there was a WrestleMania album that came out a few years later in the 90s but I think after that they really just started releasing more of the uh theme song style albums they weren't necessarily uh ones that were performed by because you know not everybody had not everybody performed their own theme you know obviously like they became all very instrumental and and not, uh, the lyrical stuff. Um, so that, that made a difference too, I think throughout the years, but, um, you know, just again, I, have I've flipped the album over and uh, I'm playing side two now, which is starting off with crank it up by, by Jimmy Hart, who had a, a very decorated musical career in the sixties. So as a member of the gentries and, uh, you know, there's just so much talent out there. There's so much good stuff out there and uh i I miss those days I, i i don't know that we'll ever uh be able to replicate that time period and obviously we've got a lot of great theme songs and a lot of great music out there in the world of professional wrestling it's still a big part of the presentation and a big part of the show but when it really kind of ramped up and took off in the 80s you know the '80s, I think, is also a great era and a decade of, of music in general. So, of course, I'm I'm going to be biased and 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 overly sentimental. I think with my thoughts on it. But again, I'm not going to go too deep into the weeds on uh, all of this and and talking about uh, pile driver and and the music mania part of things. As as I mentioned, uh, you know Chad and I will tackle and and do more on the music mania end of things. Uh, in the weeks and months to come, and and hopefully uh, I can tell you, uh, spoiler alert, or or teaser alert, uh, that Greg uh, Mahachko and Chad Smart both joined me on uh, the podcast, or joining me on the next week's podcast for episode 411. Uh, We're going to be talking about the 25-year anniversary of the Bad Blood pay-per-view, the uh, In Your House Bad Blood pay-per-view, the debut of Kane, Hell in a Cell, and uh, all of that good stuff. So we'll be we'll be digging deeper into that as well coming up uh, on the next episode of the podcast. But I hope that you uh, kind of enjoyed this quick little stroll down memory lane. Uh, again, it's a short and sweet episode. Uh, stick around though. Coco beware will be up next, and then we're going to close things out with what, uh, as I mentioned, my favorite song from the album. And I won't play it off of the actual album, but. Uh, we'll hear If You Only Knew, and then we'll talk again next week. Thanks, everyone. And I know that music was a big part of, of your time in WWE as well, singing the title Cut to Pile Driver, uh, the second wrestling album. Uh, how important was that to you? How special was that to you to be able to uh, add that to your uh, mini credits? Well, you know what? I, I
0: was a gospel singer, singer in church. I, in fact, I'm still playing lead guitar in church right now. And uh, and man, I was just so tickled pink that I couldn't believe that I how they wanted me to sing the lead song of their wrestling album, Al Driver. And we did the video and all that out in California. And man, you know, I was just so excited because I I used to watch videos all the time, you know, on MTV videos and all that stuff. I got a chance to, to be in one of the videos and, but it takes a long time to shoot those things. I mean we was we were there at seven o'clock that mor- morning and then we didn't I think it we was all over at like three o'clock that
1: afternoon. Wow. I mean we just shoot different I mean only two minutes two, yeah two minutes or something that it lasted but it took all day to shoot those
0: two minutes. And I can't imagine doing a movie and stuff like that, you know, it just takes a long time. And I was just so, so, uh, man, just so happy, just rejoicing, man, that I got an opportunity here as a country boy coming from a little small town. He look like he's on MTV, man. He's just, he's doing his videos out now. He just, you know, just talking to the world. And I just thank God that I got a, i got a golden opportunity to be with the greatest company in the world and, and being, being with the greatest people that helped Coco Beware and that's all my wrestling fans and all over the world and, and you know and I'm, I'm still humble you know I, I still believe you, I still go home to my my little small town and, and, and I still talk to my friends and still got family members there my of course my mother and father's deceased now and I have a sister and nieces and nephews and stuff, cousins, and I have a lot of great friends up there. You know, I still love Union City, Tennessee. me a lot of you guys want to see me in agony but the measure of a man understand is more than your common pattern it's the way i'll make you eat those words that matter if you only knew what i'm gonna do to you you'd be running out of here as fast as two feet Much too long too loud. But you ain't scaring nobody. You see, talk is cheap when you can't keep your promise of destruction. I think you'll see because of me. You need reconstruction. If you only knew what Got a prize? Oh, I'd like to bust you up real, real bad. Yeah, see Virgil. If you only you, what I'm gonna do to you You'd be running out of here as fast as two feet could carry you. Your destiny to me. If you only